You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. I've not learned music. Just the good stuff, baby. I don't get to do this often, but y'all want to hear, like, it's it's very it's rare being 30 now that I put myself into new situations where I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I feel like I found like a life routine. Maybe, you know, I'll, I'll travel and discover new things, but I'll have a That's nice. vague awareness of what to do and how to do it. Uh, I went to a cigar shop for the first time last week. Um, <laughs> God, they do not hold your hand there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be weird if they did, though. Yeah, that, yeah. that okay. would. Welcome to the cigar shop. Hold it out. I went with it was uh, Peyton. And I went for her dad's birthday, and uh, did, we wait, thought of it. did did everybody meet at the cigar shop? Was that where the birthday was? They just had no, like, no, no. Fold out table yeah. set in the cigar room. And everyone, we went to lunch. Cake of cigars. Like, it was right next to a, cigar, a local cigar shop. We're like, let's go over there. You know, have a cigar. We'll hang out and chat. And I was like, this is great. You know, I got you know some cigars for Christmas. I've you know picked it up as like a you know somewhat you know whatever weekly hat yeah weekly habit um it's a gateway drug yeah it is uh <laughs> to black and milds <laughs> but yeah we, we we go in and i was like okay cool since like peyton's dad is the one who picked out the cigars for me for christmas i was like okay great so we'll go into the humidor and he'll get out he'll pick more and he'll like guide me through it no he went in found one walked out i he walked right past me as i was walking in the door and I was like, well, cigar shop, any percent speed run. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess I'll just find something that seems nice or familiar to me. And I did. <laughs> and this is, I just got a pack of Marlboros. As you might believe, <laughs> uh, uh, cigar shops carry like a mid 20th century level of sexism where it's like, it's not outward, but it's implied. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I go up, I get my cigar rung up. I was like, okay, cool. And he's like, oh, and you can cut it here. And he shows me this weird desk device that you can apparently cut cigars that I've never used before. And I said, oh, no, it, it's okay. I'll just, because I only have, like, one of those little, like, clipper guys yeah. that you saw in yeah, Mission Impossible 2. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I'll just, he's like, okay, we got those outside. I was like, okay, great. And Peyton comes around. She finds a cigar for herself, and he go and the guy rings her up. And he goes, "Here, let me cut this for you." And he cuts it, and it's like a perfect little V cut. And I was like, uh, "Can I do that too?" <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Sure." And I was like, "Damn, dude!" And he's just like, "Where do we light these?" Like, "Oh, so you can use this thing." And he, they they show you this like red cylinder that looks like a pencil sharpener, and it was like, "Okay, this is a lighter." I have no idea how it works. And Peyton and I walk over and we're like, what the hell? Like, we're Do you like press like, the thing down like a car? Like a yeah. Car? Yeah. Because like never, Seth Rogen sells those now. I had no idea. That's good to know. Um, <laughs> but I had no idea how to use it. So we like walk up to the bartender and Peyton grabs his lighter and we figure that out. But it was just like. It was just a pick. Moment. No, it was it was like a, I think a 60 or $70 like butane lighter. It's really nice. But. It was just moment after moment. Like we were hanging out in a nice room and talking and the bartender comes up. He's like, sir, would you like a whiskey with that? And I go, yes, please. I'll have red label because it's a, it's the cheaper Johnny Walker and it's like a, you know, affordable scotch. And he goes, I don't know if we have that. (laughs) Like he had to like, really like look at the bottom of the shelf, the last bit of the bottle. He's like, here you go. He he got on the ground. (laughs) I was pretty much. It was in the back of a, like in, in, like in a shelf, like in a box. This might've rolled over the drain here. (laughs) I was going in there and I was like, they were expecting me to know so much and I knew so little. And it was just, it was a. Oh, they should really teach us in high school. They like, really should. Of like, I, I how learned how, like, the area of a triangle. They should teach you how to cut a cigar. Like, like real. How to, how to, like, there were, like, several, like, groups in there and, like, older men just working on laptops or sitting around talking. And it felt like a, a, a rube you would see in a movie about uh, Winston Churchill. And I was just sitting there just kind of like, this is nice, you know, sitting with family and friends. And like, it was an enjoyable experience. But I kept thinking, I was like, what if I just came here with my switch? What if I came in here? All these people just Posted like hanging out. Posted that playing Sinrin Kagura. <laughs> just like <laughs> going in there and playing Kinrin's Sinrin Kagura. <laughs> just like, ah, yes, I'm playing Mario Kart and smoking a stogie. Yeah, oh, the man. real gentleman talking about <laughs> business deals. And then in the background, you hear KK go take yeah. a rider in the background on full blast. I'll, I'll start you, a, a whole turnip exchange inside the, the local cigar shop. <laughs> you bring up an interesting point because 
something I've, I've realized recently, I heard, I heard Pete Holmes talk about this throwback. Um, the guy at the suit store is always an a-hole mm-hmm. because he always yes. acts like it, he always acts like they're his suits and that like, uh. he's letting you try them on. And I think, I think the cigar store is a similar phenomenon where it's like, Oh, this is a fancy establishment. Like he works at the suit store, but like he acts like, Oh, he works at the suit store. It's like, right. yeah, you work at a cigar shop, but also like he acts like it's, it's, it's a, dichotomy of what we all think when we go into the cigar store mm-hmm. versus what this guy thinks the cigar store should be <laughs> right it's i guess working at like several jobs where i'm very used to like explaining to people what's going on and how like helping them but you go into a place where people don't do that naturally like you have to like walk up and like ask them questions which they do seem more than happy to answer but i was just like hey but man, it's kind I'm of new- a flex though it's kind of a, <laughs> oh, you have to come ask me a question. It, would, like it a, totally is. Like, there's no let one, me show like, off front, how much like, I know about cigars. Exactly. <laughs> in Alpharetta, Georgia, cigar capital of the <laughs> Like, if you're, you got to be like 45 and older and they'll stop bothering you. But man, what a just eye-opening moment of just like, I still, there's so much of the world I am not familiar with. Um, so, you know, tune in next week when I talk about my first drug deal. Those guys are nice, though, because they want you to come back. Yeah, that's true. They're happy to answer your questions. I've heard a lot of really nice drug dealers. <laughs> They'll even give you the first one for free. Uh, you ever go to a ever go to a fast casual place where like there's a diagram on the wall of the stops you have to make, like Gusto, where it's like pick your greens, oh yeah, pick your protein. Love that. Love when I walk in and <laughs> immediately so instructions good. at eye level. I'm like, oh, perfect. I know I, I can never be here before. I know exactly where to go. I go here. I go here. I go here. The steps are labeled. There's a little drawing of me on there. Got yeah. it. <laughs> we need a cigar store that does that. <laughs> we, you truly. I'm so used to like going to like Total Wine where like everything has little tasting notes and it's like, here, you should try this. The cigar store, you just walk into a humidor. You're just met with just this waft of just old tobacco and you Basement just see air. these little boxes and you're like, do you know this brand? No, well, never mind. And it's just like, we're not going to tell you how this tastes. Oh, man. Tastes like a cigar, probably. (laughs) Tastes like a cigar. No tasting notes, no nothing. I was like looking forward to like, so how should I really ideally taste this? And no one's there to be like, oh, you should do this. It's like, it's just kind of like sit down and enjoy it. Cigar store humidors are are truly the dyad of the Costco milk room. Like (laughs) two opposite experiences. If you go from one to the other, you just immediately die. Your heart stops. (laughs) (laughs) it's great it's nice and cool you can breathe in there crisp air plus milk (laughs) and then the humidor stuffy um humid what's in the name one's great for your circulation and bones and one (laughs) a cigar room (laughs) one could kill you if you smoke it too intensely so (laughs) i i do love the image now of a a man like i'm brand new to milk and i went to the costco milk (laughs) no one was there to help me no, no tasting notes. There's no tasting notes. I don't know what skim means. Why do I have to buy in a gallon? That's so much. Can I get one to sip on? Can I get a flight? Can I get a flight to sample? The- get the milk flight at Costco. Radish is now changing its name to Milk Flight. <laughs> Yuck. Finally, that's a brand we can appreciate. Speaking of brands, uh, everything is now IHOB. Every brand you like is going to change its name for about four months for clicks. Uh, We're going to talk about it tonight on Radish, uh, the show you're listening to right now, brought to you by Squarespace. Um, Hopefully, by the time this episode's out, they will have reached (laughs) out. Um, I'm Will, uh, and I think IHOB should have stayed. Mm. I I agree. I agree 100%. We can get into that after the intro. What's your name? I'm I'm Tyler, and I'm rebranding. I'm Taylor this episode. (laughs) T A Y L is it T T Y A L E R still? <laughs> no, it's T A Y L O R Taylor. Okay, the Christian way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm new month. I know. Uh, rebranding though, so I'm going to be uh, the Sean Maiden. Crap. Okay, I could do. Uh, Sean Barry's rocking. It's Neil Young February, everyone. Have you done go. Neil Neil Young month before? I mean, yep. I'm still down, but he's done Animal Collective four times. Tyler, don't bring <laughs> yeah. <it up. laughs> he's on a roll. <laughs> um, news this week: all my apes gone. Um, uh, but these are these are fungible apes. Yeah. Um, 
a trailer carrying 100 monkeys um, came out of a math problem and collided with a dump truck <laughs> on I-80 in uh, Danville, Pennsylvania. Uh, four of them got loose. Got to say, whoever designs that monkey cage, 96% pass rate. Good job. <laughs> they say you can 100 hit monkeys? 100 monkeys. I believe they were lab monkeys. These were not like going from oh, like the, apartment the to apartment. small monkeys that they make. Yeah, well, they were macaques. Well, they were macaques. Were they Japanese macaques? Um, this me... this is going to come up later. Finish the story, but we're going to circle back on this. I just got really excited. Um, yeah, so they re- the four of them were unaccounted for. Uh, as of a couple days ago, uh, there was still one on the loose. Um, <laughs> and apparently people who had been in contact with them like started getting symptoms because these were like lab test monkeys, apparently. Oh, my God. Um, and so it's just what we need right now is you know, <laughs> monkey, monkey flu. Disease. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> As of four days ago, though, I am saying that all animals were accounted for. So now that now, just now, dear listener, you can breathe easy now that we've told you this harrowing tale. However, very cool that a hundred monkeys were just being on a bus in Pennsylvania. <laughs> you truly don't don't know what's rolling down your street at any given <laughs> you point time. You see well, a truck going by like that's just full of cigars and milk off to their favorite places, <laughs> but it could be full of small lab monkeys. Yeah, Here, I. It's it's a sad scenario. When this first happened, I was like, "Perfect, that's enough genet like genet genetics wise to create a population of monkeys in Pennsylvania." We're going Quaker to Quaker monkeys. Quaker monkeys. We're going to get Amish monkeys out. <laughs> monkeys out in Amish. Um, no, I'm go- I'm sticking with Quapers. Quapers is that's fine. That's that'll Don't be worry the running. It's not bad. Um, <laughs> until we think of something better, we'll call them Quapers. That's our king uh, of the hill line at the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Why I was excited that they were Japanese macaques is those are the kind that can do well in cold weather. So oh. as long as you don't have to worry about monkey sickles out there, they could have actually feasibly survived out there. It's such a shame that we were able to track them down. Well, they hired that kid from Ape Escape. <laughs> <laughs> um, this they a great, hired this Dog a great the Bounty quote. Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> He found that kid in Florida, and now he's off to find the missing monkeys. We need you to find monkeys in fr- the frozen wasteland of suburban Pennsylvania. I like to think it's the president. Yes, Mr. President. <laughs> I am. Uh, we have seen several news stories come out in the past couple of years, I feel like, that have uh, uh, seemed like the beginning of like a riveting sci-fi drama. Like There's that one... I think shortly after COVID broke where like a man walked out like with the virus stuck to the bottom of his shoe or something like that. Like uh, walked out. Oh, no, a, monkey, a monkey got out with, with the yeah! uh, with samples okay. of COVID or something. That's like that. right. And we were like, that's two on the nose. You'd roll and, your eyes. And then we hear the planet of the apes is about <laughs> to start in Danville, Pennsylvania. And we all get our hopes up, but the world is not as well as magic me, as we Danville, want. Danville dirty ape. <laughs> I think that this means that we are in store for This should have been a called shot. We need another uh, another buddy ape film. We need another Dunstan uh, checks in. I we just, need another. Dunstan <laughs> checks out. Give it to us. Paramount. <laughs> Imagining like a, a, a Charlton Heston equivalent. I don't know. A, a Jason Siegel or a Dave Franco. Just sit, like kneeling in Philadelphia and just slamming on the ground like, God damn you. You blew it up. And he's looking at the Liberty Bell. <laughs> because <laughs> the monkeys um, took over pennsylvania <laughs> a, a witness to the monkey escape uh we actually we got a witness to this uh she and another motorist who'd stopped to help were standing near the scene when the other driver thought he saw a cat run across the road <laughs> <laughs> he peeked into the crate and saw a small monkey looking back he didn't hold the newspaper they're monkeys get <laughs> 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 the quote in the usa today they're monkeys <laughs> that's the last God, the article honey, that's monkeys my god it's full of monkeys did, did they mention that the monkeys took out all of the other witnesses <laughs> yeah they all that's the only surviving one but they all snap their necks from behind they leave out in the, the 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 driver of the truck who hit the monkey truck is now dead not through car accident but just mysterious circumstances and he has small strangulation marks on his neck <laughs> they found him under the seat and they found another monkey in the truck driver's suit trying to get away <laughs> from the scene of the crime the police come in and inspect the scene and like the, the the driver is like stuffed beneath the dashboard but it's just like a monkey sitting behind the wheel with the hat on and just looking at the police officer police officer is like he's all good <laughs> no worries 
it would be, this isn't funny, but it'd be very funny if there was the dump truck on one side of the road, the monkey truck on the other side of the road, both overturned in the center banana peel. Just <laughs> like, that's what, that's what causes a monkey truck crash. <laughs> Describe me. I'm getting us out of here. As soon as a big enough car comes in the opposite lane, I'm throwing this peel. <laughs> <laughs> they caught Caesar though, so whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, the monkeys in Pennsylvania get another shot. Um, not, I meant like another shot at outdoor life of, you know, taking over Pennsylvania, not another shot of whatever medical testing they were. uh, Maybe they're testing out new fun drugs that make you really, really happy. They're, they're testing out something where those are the monkeys testing out. They're testing out the Mountain Dew hard seltzer. So (laughs) really they aren't missing out on much. I would believe that the government did say, do not approach or try to catch these monkeys at any cost. (laughs) They are too awesome. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, rest easy, dear listener. This, this our, our, our ape saga, this chapter of the ape saga has come to a, yeah. a thrilling end. Um, until next time, there's still there's still monkey eggs out there, probably. Um, yeah. <laughs> the next time, we're going to do our best to have our hand in it. Trying to help them out. Um, who wants to talk about some good stuff from this week? Mm. Uh, who I'll wants to lead about- us off? Who wants? John, you want to go? Yeah, we'll talk about Sean's corner. Some uh, good stuff from last (laughs) year. Um, Real quick, I've just got a movie that I watched recently that is very much worth your time if you are into really riveting and simplistic character dramas. Um, If either have either of you seen First Reformed? I've not. Nope. It is a a ten out of ten perfect movie. It is not a fun watch, but it is perfectly made it is fantastic um interesting spell, this week, i'm not talking about first reformed though uh, i'm talking about paul schrader's follow-up to the first to first reformed uh which is the card counter which came out last year it stars oscar isaac ty sheridan and tiffany haddish um it is a story about a veteran who comes home and basically just rides the poker and card like he's a a, a blackjack player um, and he does that, you know, essentially professionally, where he's able to go to casino, casino, uh, playing these games and make a living off of that. Because in prison, he learned uh, how to count cards. And you may ask, why was he in prison? Well, because he uh, was a soldier at Abu Ghraib prison. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> this movie touches on a like what to do with a tarnished legacy. What you know, it examines like kind of how you go about life knowing that you've done something terrible while also trying to make a new life of your own. It goes on. It really touches on revenge really well. Um, but if you haven't seen a Paul Schrader movie like this, like, you know, first reformed or it has a lot of past movies, but I've only really seen these past two and they seem quite similar in that they're very, just like minimal simplistic. Like the dialogue is very good, but it's just kind of like, I don't know. It's very easily able to touch on like very innate inherit human emotions and feelings while still it's hard to describe. It's a very visceral movie while being very simple. Um, very just like he does this, he does this, he interacts with this person and you just, there's a lot of tension building up even during these very simple scenes. Um, it also has Paul Schrader's favorite trope, which is a man sitting at a table alone, drinking whiskey, writing in his journal about his feelings. And mm. it's just, at I, home? It did. It's that I feel like that is every man's desire is to just be a quiet guy who at the end of the day just journals while drinking a glass of whiskey. Uh, it is just a very peaceful, tranquil sort of thing. That's the thing is that his movies are very peaceful and tranquil to watch, but they're also like a very emotionally grating. Um, and the card counter is just that. Uh, Ty Sheridan does a fantastic job. So does Tiffany Haddish. She's, you know, very fun to watch, uh, especially in a dramatic role, which was interesting. Um, and obviously Oscar Isaac, super com- compelling throughout. And Willem Dafoe's in this too. And he is diabolical. It's nice <laughs> to see him. But yeah, uh, Card Counter came out last year, 2021. I, If you have a chance to see it, I would highly recommend it. I would more so recommend watching First Reformed. I think that's on Prime right now. Um, it is one of A24's best released movies. It is a absolute 10 out of 10 perfect movie. But yeah. That does not count as Sean's A24-ner. I do not want to be a man who spends the end of his days quietly drinking and journaling. I want to spend every moment of my waking day up until I go to sleep sword fighting. <laughs> I want to wake up. 
I want to wake up and immediately be chat. I want to hire someone to uh, like a pink Panther style, be in my house with a fake sword. And the moment <laughs> I wake up until I can't go anymore. I, that's the, is there a movie for that besides the pink Panther? <laughs> Maybe that could be his next movie. Yeah. Last I want to be an assassin. <laughs> you could be the guy. <laughs> yeah. There we go. I'll do it for cheap. We've, we've made it happen here on radish. Yeah. Uh, I got a quick one. Uh, yeah. This is real quick because it's not over yet. It's just just we'll, we'll check in from Will. Uh, Attack on Titan still really good. Uh, this season, I was the final season part two, um, <laughs> and I can tell you right now, it's not going to end at the end of this season. Um, so you, you've been running with this for a while. What you? I, I haven't seen it anywhere else. Maybe I haven't been looking anywhere else, but nowhere else have I seen this. Isn't going to be it, everyone. You are the only person I've heard this isn't going to be it. I heard I found some leaks that said it was going to be twelve episodes, uh, and then roughly like fifteen chapters, and there's about twenty chapters left, and they were going to so, make the the last thing either a special or a movie. Ah, uh, that's um, cool. Which that was just a leak from before the season even started, but then once the season started, they they are doing like one and a half chapters per episode, okay. and that does line up with the leaks, and like they'd they'd have to really goose it to finish everything at this point. And I don't think they're gonna, thankfully, which is kind of my yeah. praise for this season. Because, <laughs> it's like you can't goose the end of Attack on Titan. Yeah, <laughs> like the 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 comic ended really kind of quickly, and this season uh, I think is doing a much better job of pacing it, um, which is my my praise for this season. I mean, we've talked about it before on the show. Uh, it's a great show. This season has gotten even more bonkers. This week's episode, uh, it's called Memories from the Future. Uh, if you're watching it. Um, that's what we're talking about. Uh, has one of like the craziest things in comics that I've read, and I don't want to get too far into it, but it's a pretty a pretty tired trope that I think most of the time is pulled off pretty poorly, um, and it was pulled off pretty flawlessly. And I have nice. no no complaints about it. Um, no notes. Uh, yeah, it's super good. I'm I was hesitant at first, but the season's, seasons keeping on, keeping on. Voice acting, uh, probably the highlight of the season. Everyone's everyone's on their a game screaming. Um, especially there's one performance this week that was absolutely incredible. I don't know what the, the anime Emmys are, but I hope that person at least it's the anime category in this year's Raddies. It's going to be contentious. Okay. Well, it's voice, voice performance wise. I hope this, this actor for this character gets it because hoof great job. Good voice acting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, with that being said, there probably is going to be a special or something after the season. So if you haven't caught up quick, do it. Catch up. It's not hard. It's it's really not hard. I watched all of it in less than a month. Um, and you know, and that's someone who, you know, has an actual day job and stuff like that. It's, it's really, really not tough. Um, 78 (laughs) episodes, which is like three regular seasons. Yeah, it is extremely worth it. Um, I haven't even watched this week's episode and I will co-sign Wills. I am uh, so excited. Like every week I look forward to the new episode of Attack on Titan, even though they take their typical 22 minute format and seemingly parse it down to four minutes, which they did last season. (laughs) This week was Um, particularly bad with being four minutes long. (laughs) Ah, crap. (laughs) So uh, also PSA, I don't know what, what was last week's season? What episode? What Um, last week's was two brothers season three, episode three, I think. Yeah, yeah, don't take shrooms or acid before you watch that or else you'll get scared. So, um, <laughs> not from experience, but I just watched it. And I was like, oh, no, if that was happening, I'd be scared. So, That's, yeah. <laughs> probably, no spoilers. That's a good guidance for the rest of this season. True. And also just most shows. <laughs> most shows. Except Euphoria. Now on and Antiques Roadshow. And Antiques Roadshow. She gets too real. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, the strength of the show is that every season has kind of reinvented itself or kind of changed genres, and this season is no different. And it has gone full, full uh, prestige TV, and it's it's a must watch. It's so yeah. good, and, check it out. And I don't I don't want to take away from Attack on Titan at all, but I was just talking with the guys before we started uh, recording about how new episodes are coming out on Sundays at the same time as new Demon Slayer episodes, um, both obviously A tier anime, and they're both firing on all cylinders at the same time. So Sundays are fantastic, uh, and you get new new Shonen Jump chapters. That too. That Jutsu too. Kaisen's got a big uh, tournament art kind of thing going on right now. It's every week's just incredible. Uh, one Piece is still still in that big fight. Yeah, Roof <laughs> Piece is doing it. Roof Piece <laughs> is still going strong. Yeah, damn. Good good time to be a weeb. Good time to be a weeb. 
yeah, I could do this or I could, you know, wake Watch up football. on Sunday and, and look at my 401k. And so like, yeah. I, I choose the, the more fun option. I get to dabble in both Chad and Otaku life. I get to watch anime in the morning and the playoffs in the in the afternoon. You think there's like NFL otaku's in other countries? Uh, yes. I think they're trying to create them in Britain. Britain's doesn't count. I also found out there is a prolific anime based on football called Face Shield Twenty One. Eye Shield Twenty One. Eye Shield Twenty One. <laughs> um, that I will absolutely be watching at some point, probably after I finish uh, um, JoJo. I digress. Just had a thought. Can we Fiverr an Australian to say otaku? Yes. Yeah. I just I want to know seems, how that, that seems reasonable. Can we Fiverr just <laughs> hey, can you say who's do a cameo from like Nicole Ooh, Kidman? There's so <laughs> many like well, oh man, I I wonder if I can put that in for my Wordle. It's not going to be it. Otaku. But pay, pay Nicole Kidman five hundred dollars just to say otaku. Here, otaku <laughs> feels good. <laughs> that's what they play when you go see a Miyazaki movie at a AMC they play the, the Nicole the Fathom Kidman event. Ad. <laughs> the Fathom event they got also got Nicole Kidman to say otaku <laughs> I need I honestly okay really gonna double our money here I need an Australian to say both otaku and weeaboo um, there are a lot of vowels in those words I just want to see how they come out upside down um, <laughs> weeaboo uh, there is a a culture in Japan of basically reverse weebs who are just really into like Western movies. And if you look up like videos of them kind of like LARPing in their like Western personas, it's hilarious oh, because no. it's just, it's, it's what, it's exactly what like we look like here at like conventions. We're just like, it's like <laughs> what this, this podcast is. This I is what the, you look like. <laughs> you look like a guy image. dressed up like a cowboy. <laughs> I love the image of like going to a, a mall in Osaka and there's just a Western store. <laughs> <laughs> it's just lined wall to wall with like Sergio Leone and fucking John Huston and Clint Eastwood movies. And you instead of buying like giant swords, you're buying like uh, just holsters, Big spurs, iron. fake pistols, yeah. and spurs. Chaps. <laughs> there's like there's, there's one kid in middle school who wears chaps to run the mile. <laughs> <laughs> He's calling everyone partner. Yes. <laughs> He's uh. <laughs> just posters of John Wayne. He's <laughs> got like got like cheapy John Wayne figures. <laughs> John Wayne in a bath towel. <laughs> John Wayne body pillow. <laughs> doing karaoke for like ecstasy of gold. <laughs> Everyone's like, "What is this song? It's from a western. You wouldn't understand." <laughs> I know it's not ecstasy of gold, but it's still Morricone. Just, just, just <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Oh read man! It left to right. Um, Tyler, what you I want to live in that world. I want to be there. Speaking of be, which, we could be gods there. <laughs> <laughs> Mustaches. I've ridden a horse. Assassination of Jesse James would be like the equivalent of Neon Genesis Evangelion. It's just like <laughs> yeah, it, it takes the genre <laughs> it's totally different. <laughs> Um, yeah, my show and tell this week is my Rooster Cogburn AU. Um, <laughs> uh, no, my show and tell this week, uh, was going to be Sax Squatch on TikTok. If you haven't watched Sax Squatch, it is a dude in a Sasquatch, um, outfit playing saxophone on TikTok live pretty much 24 seven. Um, it's fantastic. Check it out. But I am going to be talking about a game that I picked up on Friday and I have hardly put down in between then and us recording this podcast right now. Um, a lot of folks online, including all of the haters, are loving this game. And that is Pokemon Legends Arceus. That's insane um, that even the haters are having fun. I know. It is It is crazy. And it's taking me everything to comment, I told you so, or like, you motherfucker, under every single like um, Twitter post that's coming out. But I realize they're probably like 14, I'm 28. That would not look good. This is a children's game. Um I am hesitant to call this a uh, like a facelift. Like a lot of people are like, this is a much needed facelift. It's 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 certainly an update, but um, I still like the old Pokemon formula. Uh, but it's it's definitely an update. Um, they added a whole bunch of RPG elements, primarily being the fact that from the beginning you have to reckon with God as a character. Um, <laughs> 
but also uh, classic open art, open world RPG elements like side quests, crafting, Sephiroth is there, uh, a lot of <laughs> RPG elements in this game. It takes place in the Hisui region, which is based on feudal Hokkaido, Japan. Um, you're a member of the Survey Corps, and basically you're going out, the game is going out and crafting the world's first Pokédex. Will's going to be super excited about this. It's really a return to form in the fact that this game is about completing the Pokédex, which hasn't really been a thing since the first, second, third generation of the games, primarily because there is 898 Pokémon out there. You have to be out of your mind to try and collect every single one, except for Will, who I, uh, who, who uh, um, for some reason is, is undergoing that task. But, Not uh, living been, decks, but... yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Um, still, it's a tough feat. 898, um, a lot of Pokemon. But it's made clear from the first few sentences of this game that you beat this game by catching them all. Um, it's really underlined by the fact that there aren't any gyms in this game. There's no gym challenge or Elite Four or anything like that. You go up by ranks by how much you complete your Pokédex. And... Um, just catching them doesn't complete the decks anymore. You have to do all of these tasks to be able to fully complete a page in a Pokemon's Pokédex, like catch a certain number, catch a certain number of gendered ones or sized ones, or see a certain amount in, in battle, or see a certain amount use a certain move in battle. Um, it's really fun, and and, and um, it really makes this game super easy to just pick up and put 20 minutes in. Just run around catching Pokemon, battling Pokemon, and... Um, it's it's really almost satisfying now battling and catching them because there's no like cutscene or anything like that anymore. It all takes place in the overworld. You could just be running around. I feel kind of bad because I've like thrown three Pokeballs at the same time without even waiting for one to finish catching a Pokemon <laughs> to like just um, you know stockpile them and you can just throw out a Pokemon at any. Game. It's 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 really fun. Um, it's it's one of those games where it's like we were talking about this the other week with Splatoon, where if you have a Switch, you got to pick up this game. It's 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 a really really good time. Um, there is a great story to it too, uh, which I can't say a lot about being the first weekend that it's released because it just jumps into the most buckwild story super quick. But um, it's you know that that's that's more you can say for a lot of Pokemon games, which is very light on story and, and it's mostly just you traveling around. Uh, but but it's it's really fun. Um, favorite part of the game is the fact that Pokemon can fuck you up now. Uh, in fact, <laughs> a lot of Pokemon out there, their MO is to try and kill you as soon as they see you. So Good. you've got to be like, keeping a That's fucking eye out. Honestly, or else yeah. the Scyther is going to come out from behind you and, and literally slice your deck and you're going to die and have to respawn. They like, are wild animals. Exactly. And what's hilarious is every character in this game is terrified of them. They're like, <laughs> these fucking, like, literally the, the town that you're like survey core in, it's, it's almost like, um... It's almost like Mitras, where it's like walls on all sides, and they're keeping like all of the fucking beasts out. It's like fucking Attack on Titan. Um, <laughs> they're they're wanting to uh, you know keep them out or kill them if they get any close. Uh, it's it's hilarious. It's a fun time. Um, definitely check out Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, it's never gonna go on sale, so you might as well just get it now. It's a good game, and I I know a lot of folks who have probably have their noses buried in it right now. Um, definitely pick it up. So I was a little worried that like. Just from like the trailers I've seen, it does look pretty like just walk around. And is there more strategy than just like throw Pokeball? <laughs> yeah, I mean you got to craft them. You got there's there's like I said, there is a pretty deep uh, story to this game as well. That's more than just like collecting them all and and stuff like that. But that is a really big portion of this game. You know, like I said, it's super easy to just pick it up and spend ten minutes running around and throwing Pokeballs and stuff like that. Uh, Did you some play are harder to catch than up. What was that? Sorry. Did you play Bugsnax? I did not, no. Okay. Similar? Um, well, like, that's the thing with Bugsnax, was they were like, oh, this it's, the game's going to be like, you have to go out and, like, find every Bugsnax and, like, outsmart mm -hmm. them and observe their behavior. But the game was kind of just, like, throw as many net traps as you can and force them uh, into it. Like, yeah. you could really strong arm your way through Bugsnax if you didn't want to play strategy. Because most of the time, the AI, like, didn't work. Like, you couldn't predictably put down like a catch-up trail and it would like would it would like kind of follow it but like it was too ambitious for what it was and in, in my gotcha. opinion gotcha i see i see what you're asking now and the answer to that is is you simply can't beat the game by running around and catching them you can't fill out a pokedex okay. um and and you you have to like i said there's different so like one pokemon uh, a Weedle, you'll have to you have to catch it five times to be able to complete one portion, but you also have to see it use a certain move five times in battle, and you have to feed it five times to be able to fully, you God, know, it's kind of a it. skill tree with each one. 
Exactly, exactly. And you have to fill out a certain amount of the Pokedex to be able to move to the next rank and move to the next areas. Like, it's, there. there's, yeah, there's stuff to it. That seems like pure, like, checklist serotonin. Just like, Pretty I did much. a thing. Pretty got much. a checkmark, got some, got some fake points. Let's go. Yep. The only complaint I've seen about this game is that, like, the landscapes are barren. And I want to know... I've seen video where it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I see that now. But I imagine like playing, it's a little more immersive. Like, have you <laughs> felt that, Tyler? Where you like? I mean, this isn't. It isn't a AAA PlayStation mm-hmm. Five Uncharted. You're the tree is like yeah. <laughs> is you know like dripping. Like it. It's not like super HD graphics, but it is yeah. very stylized. Um, and and I'd say the scenery. Um, it's, it's not 100% open world where you can go everywhere at any given point in time, but you unlock meadows, you unlock a swamp area, you unlock, That's nice. yeah, like a coastal, yeah. coastal area. Like it's, um, it's not Is just... it a better open world than Skyrim. Because <laughs> that's, that's the one that everyone honks off that I'm like, oh, I, I can't stand that. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's that's everyone's like major like complaint is like, oh, but the graphics aren't there. It's like, well, what, what do you Pokemon. want? Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Blastoise. Okay. Look at him. Um, and the Pokemon, like, compared to other games where it's like you get, like, one little movement in battle and that's all you get from the Pokemon, these Pokemon have, like, AI behaviors. Like, they talk to each other. They notice that you caught one and they freak the fuck out and run away. Like, they, let's, like, it's, it's, you can play with them. You can throw, there's a lot to it. Um, that, that video going around of Mr. Mime doing a little animation where he's doing the fake chair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's got more. Mm-hmm. That's got more love in it than most things I've seen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's good to hear. I I, 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 I can't trust myself to finish a Pokemon game, but I will happily watch more of this game. I think you can. I honestly think you can. If if you can play Breath of the Wild, you can play this game. Okay. You can if you can play Persona, you could play this game. Like it's it's. Uh, I realize these are both games you haven't finished, but you mm. you get my point here. <laughs> I do. No, I, I I see where you're going. It's good to know. Hello, everyone. My name is Griffin Reynolds. And I'm BJ Guest. And we are the hosts of The Best Palcast. It's a show where two best friends discuss video games, movies, TV, and everything in between, such as... The Marvel Cinematic Universe. Who would win in a fight? Samwise Gamgee? Psh. Or Axel Foley, yes. <laughs> and we even have guests like Andrew Gebbia and Alex Melton. If this sounds like a rip-roaring good time to you, then swing on by. We have new episodes that drop every Wednesday. And we record live on twitch.tv slash thebestpalcast on Tuesdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We hope to see you there. Let's talk about, let's talk about brand Twitter. Yeah. So M&M's came out and said, we're going to change your green M&M. And then they, I guess they changed her. I couldn't really tell. <laughs> I think the change was like, she now has tennis shoes and white arms and legs instead of flesh colored arms and legs. Um, <laughs> and they changed up her personality and vibe. Okay. I, that's, what, that's, M- what, that's what they're saying. I think Green Eminem doesn't it, have like much personality super- besides she's the girl. <laughs> exactly. I think they're adding a little bit more depth to her character. Yeah. Okay, I don't know how much <laughs> character. I don't know if we're looking to the M and M's to pass the Bechtel test. But <laughs> point is, people got really upset. Then they changed. They gave Brown apparently less high high heels. Again, side by side, couldn't tell. Um, and uh, uh, Tucker Carlson went on on the line and was like, "Look what they've taken from us." Uh, so <laughs> I'm asking you, what is a change you could make to a uh, brand uh, in the same vein as IHOP, in the same vein as? Uh, who else did something like giving that? Minnie Mouse a pantsuit? Yeah, which that was just for like a one-time thing. That wasn't was even it? like yeah, that was just for like an event. Yeah, damn, they should have went all in. No, they, they've they've got that dress on trademark so hard. Um, so like, what's a thing you could do to just absolutely melt down uh, a fan base with a with a simple branding change? I've, I've got. Yeah. I think I've got my my nuclear option here. So y'all go okay. ahead. I've got a few. I've also got a few. So, okay, we'll, we'll switch off, Sean. I'll start with mine. Making cath- make Catholicism Gen Z. <laughs> Im- imagine the Pope on his little balcony addressing St. Peter's Square, thousands of Catholics sobbing, and the Pope comes out and says the devil is a sussy baka. Like, just, <laughs> just imagine. That would kill someone on sight. That would. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it was like, hey, make a branding change, and how it was like Catholic Church. <laughs> You said they are, they're, 
their base, uh, they would they would certainly uh, melt down. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I caught the devil <laughs> venting. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus surely served penance. Can we look up how much Among Us is in the Bible? <laughs> Who Among Us? <laughs> I feel like has been said a lot. Bible word finder. <laughs> okay, Sussy. Sir, I am, Sussy. I am Among Us right the now. KGB Bible. <laughs> all right, I'm doing... All right, search entire Bible, Among Us, match all words, new international version. Let's go. 267 instances of Among Us in the Bible. That's I've got... I've got 41 a new new international version. I'm um, King James version. I don't know what the Catholic <laughs> we Catholic King James loved Among Us. <laughs> King James <laughs> kind of sus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the sinners in Zion are afraid. Fearlessness hath surprised the hypocrites who among us shall dwell with the devouring fire who among us <laughs> among us among us shall dwell with everlasting burn. Among us. <laughs> uh okay i i went with a little more simplistic uh we give mr clean a septum piercing (laughs) give mr clean hair like he's already got a couple earrings give him a septum piercing i think that will that would freak out middle america enough um (laughs) yeah went well here's my kind of my nuclear options i was thinking of like things because because here's the thing if if lay's potato chips makes a change no one cares because it has to be it has to be a a a company with 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 diehards, right? You've got to you've got to find your diehards and find the thing that will, will will tick them off the most. And that is making Cracker Barrel, taking out the old country store and just calling it the Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Putting putting in stand up uh, like aluminum uh, countertops that you stand at. <laughs> no seating outside. No seating or at least outside. Just stationary. Oh, will and I the peg games on an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay for it. Yeah, microtransaction. It's just called barrels. It's a new Chili's, but it's only on the side of highways in the southeast. The salad menu is two whole pages. (laughs) Yeah, instead of biscuits, you get like little slider biscuits, and they're like $18. (laughs) Uh, Similar, uh, another breakfast place. If Waffle House institutes any form of standardized operating procedures for de-escalating conflict, it's over. (laughs) Or if they obscure the kitchen in any way, it's over. A Waffle House, you should be able to see the back of a cook's head from any seat in the Waffle House. If you don't, it's not a Waffle House, it's a Huddle House. You need, you need a direct line of sight. That's why it's called a Huddle House. They're all, they're all huddled in the back. A, f- a fight breaks out, they just hud- huddle down. There's no defense. The Hunker House. <laughs> um... Uh, I, I personally think that Taco Bell is being a little too violent with the names of their favorite products, and I think <laughs> we should change it to Baja Breeze, um, <laughs> because I think it's a little more cooling, and it's not so much in your face. Crunch wrappy quality, not supreme. Uh, kind of in the, kind of in the same vein as as, as the Mister Clean thing. I think we should give the Gerber baby a septum piercing. <laughs> <laughs> The Gerber baby should say fuck. <laughs> the Gerber baby should have painted eyebrows. I just, I love this one because it's just like, it's a baby with a piercing. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> you see a baby with a piercing in public, you're like, it, it. What happened? It, it's just, it doesn't seem right. Um, I think the Midas brake servicing company should be more inclusive of other uh, non-male Greek mythological beings and i think they should change their name to medusa um, <laughs> because their brake pads are as hard as stone and will last forever you trust the medusa stare yeah uh i think bmw should change their their slogan from the ultimate driving machine to we didn't kill princess diana <laughs> <laughs> also so, so should nikon uh, who has a stronger <laughs> argument to make? It was a less strong. Yeah, argument to make. every company involved should change their slogan. <laughs> we did not kill Prince, the city of Paris, the queen herself. My new slogan um, is raising a lot of questions already answered by the slogan. <laughs> Radio Max, the Radio Max. We did not kill Prince. <laughs> well, 
Um, HBO Max should certainly not do a Back to the Future themed push and call it HBO Max Rewind. <laughs> what? Because you can't rewind on HBO Max. Oh, for service. You do it and your TV starts to smoke. <laughs> hey, look, that's... I know, we're recording. You should tweet that. that. That's fucking viral right there. Oh, stop. That's very... You You told me to tweet the other day the, uh, with the pantsuit thing. You told me to tweet out when I said that... Um, what's his name? Um, is going to kill himself on live TV tonight. You said tweet that out. And then I tweeted out and realized, people find this. I'm going to get death threats myself. Tucker Carlson. He's a grown man in a bow tie. What's he going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Sean has been banned from Twitter twice. I am not <laughs> going to take... That was elected official. Yeah, those are elected <laughs> officials. Um, I think Yankee Candle Co. is a little old-fashioned. Um, and I think we should, you know, update it to both the 20th and 21st century. And it should be United Candle Co. It's no longer Yankees and Southerners. It's it's We're all together. Boo. Yeah, that was my last one. I, I uh. just, just as a control, if, if red vines did blue vines, does anyone care? <laughs> just to like, they could do it one day and just be like, does, if we get a single reply. <laughs> <laughs> the red vines Twitter account has 34 followers and they're all just Russian bots. <laughs> and they get one, one reply and it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a sketchy link. <laughs> one man in West Virginia who found him. <laughs> I really like y'all. Will you? And it's just, will you please stock the Walmart on Westchester Boulevard? <laughs> the guy who does the the Red Vines Twitter account is also the CEO and CFO of Red Vines, and he's tweeting from a roof. If we did Blue Vines, <laughs> did anyone care? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, no, I, I lied. I did have a worse one. Um, I think Paul Newman is losing relevance, um, so we should just change his products to just old men's dressings. Mm. He's no longer. I don't know if this would go over well, but I think Golden Corral should have one big table. (laughs) (laughs) These are turning to perfect ideas. These are turning to uh, winning ideas. But I think part of the allure of Golden Corral is for $15, you can go and sit in the corner and eat 11 steaks. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. And no one else to see. Golden Corral should repivot to like a Korean barbecue situation where you have to all sit at the table and you have to cook it in front of each other. I'm going to eat another... What they steak, but it's the same menu, so you have to heat up like spaghetti <laughs> and fried. Chicken. They announce everything you get every time you leave the uh, the all you can eat bar. There's a chocolate fountain on your table. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you have any other ones? My my biggest one was the the barrel, which I think I do need to mock up because I do want to yeah. see. Yeah, uh, just the damage an old person walking into Cracker Barrel, it being like the future Krusty Krab. And then there's just an iPad with the peg game on it. We just immediately. <laughs> hey, immediately man, welcome the to floor. the barrel. <laughs> he has a septum piercing. You looking for audiobooks? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same guy runs the cigar store. Yeah. <laughs> my last one, before we end, my last one. They should make the green giant wear real human clothes. <laughs> Get really uncomfortable seeing him in his <laughs> leaf toga, I think. <laughs> <laughs> just a height beast green giant <laughs> got his supreme puffy jacket yeah <laughs> oh boy uh just i think i think if all of these things happened at once we would just that would that would that would be it that's yep. that's the that's the incident that's what breaks everything <laughs> that's it return to cavemen <laughs> All these brands unite via, you know, sort of like the Avengers, and it just immediately everyone just breaks down. Red Vines says, I helped. Um, <laughs> I did something. Apart from give you wrap- a stomach ache. They're so bad. Let's 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 wrap it up. Um where what do we got going on this week? Do we have anything going on this week? Not really. No no, no. live shows. No, no. Uh, we're all waiting on you to move and get better internet. Oh yeah, that is true. Yeah. When is that um, happening this week? I am moving this week. Hey, so, hey, hey, that's if anyone wants to help me move, uh, <laughs> pizza and beer. No, I've actually uh, I've got movers coming. So oh, nice. If wants to help me unpack, which is the easy part. Part easy part. Dang it. Easy, easy part. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm gonna cut that. Talk about um, unpacking my butt cheeks. <laughs> 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 anyway, you can find me at Will from online. We'll be back on Twitch soon. 
uh, as soon as I got, I can sign up for that Google Fiber, so we'll be able to stream slightly before we record. Black Mirror. I've been <laughs> Sean. You can find me at that Sean Barry on Twitter, Sean and Barry everywhere else, including uh, Letterboxd, where I'm logging movies such as The Card Counter and many Christopher Guest movies that we've been rewatching recently. Oh, that's a what's a great week right there. For your consideration, I know it breaks the mold, holds up super fucking funny. The scene where you punch that little girl in the face, I wasn't in that movie. Well, you should have been. <laughs> <laughs> have you rewatched re- re- uh, Waiting for Guffin? Yeah, we just did a couple nights ago. That one's that one's an underrated one in my. We're opinion. just we're like we're trying to figure out whether we want to watch Christopher Guest or Parker Posey movies, and we're kind of doing both. Get busy, pay. Um, <laughs> TJ, how about uh, you? Uh, Taylor, thank you. Taylor, uh, I've I'm oh. Taylor Mank. Uh, you can find me online at shoot at Tyler from Radish. <laughs> you gotta change it. You gotta change it for this week. You gotta change it now, Taylor from Radish. I feel like uh, if your name was Taylor, we would not be friends. I do not know if I would have hung absolutely out with like not. A Taylor as long as. <laughs> I would kill myself. (laughs) I promise you that much. If my parents named me Taylor, I'd kill myself. (laughs) You can find find the podcast online at RadishPod. Join our Discord, IndieSaurus.com slash Discord. Uh, For Tyler's, Taylor's Tournament of Champions. (laughs) We have... (laughs) It's done with a clarinet instead of a saxophone. Um... (laughs) On one corner, we have CW's The Arrow. On the other corner, we have Super Grover. <laughs> Super Grover. 1v1. Yeah, You think sure. so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Super Why Grover can- has his strength and the strength of the man controlling him. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen a CW superhero show? Weak as shit in the live. Oh, my God. I could have made that. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen an entire network populated by high school's uh, English project quality programming. Yeah, my my grandmother made Ariel on her Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> I caught an episode of Batgirl recently. It was just a minion meme for forty four minutes. <laughs> yeah, the CW shows are made with a Snapchat filter. <laughs> There's like the clear like fire filter. <laughs> CW still in the hole for making Vampire Diaries so goddamn long. Well, this is an attack on CW. I'm yes, talking strictly on the merits of CW's um, The Arrow, Green Arrow. CW versus CTW. <laughs> and C- the addition of the T really, really. Yeah. Children's Television Workshop. Gotcha. CW is uh, The Arrow is a green arrow pointing you straight out the door. Yeah. The, the lasting power of Sesame Street really is. Grover's had, <laughs> Grover's had kind of a time chamber to prep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen Grover throw a child across the street. I think <laughs> <laughs> the arrow's done for. He didn't even blink. Yeah, Grover has no conscience. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Grover threw a Rocco through a window. <laughs> that was Elmo. <laughs> yeah. Grover was would Elmo never interfere out. with the lives of mortals. <laughs> <laughs> the Eternals rules. I'm too busy to kill God. Unless deviants are involved. I, don't, I still don't know what that means. <laughs> Super uh, Grover. I, I don't know, even know if I'm doing the voice right. You got to do it at the end on. Kill God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye, everyone. But yes, we have no bananas. We have no bananas today.